You ready? Vancouver's favorite way to wake up. I love their personality. Just, just what I, like. I think it's super funny. Love it. I'm just going to have to undo my pants. And those will all address your range. <laughs> <laughs> One of the most popular morning radio teams in the business. Matt and Drew. Matt Hunter and Drew Savage. You can get arrested for driving nude. Can you really? Yes, of course you can. Oh, note to self. Gary, Sir Shandley. Matt and Drew. Optimus Prime with Matt and Drew. Producer James Cameron. Hey, Matt. Hey, Drew. How you doing? I'm Sam Smith. You're listening to Nat and Drew. Good morning, Vancouver. I'm Kylie Ray Jepsen, and you're listening to The Nat and Drew Show. Here's Nat and Drew. Nordstrom's today is the last day for Nordstrom's. Not that it's really been, like, you know, in the last weeks, it's just been basically a carcass <laughs> that uh, vultures are picking at. Yeah. I mean... And, and not that shoppers are vultures, but that's just the idea. Like, there's just Good, very... I went. <laughs> there's there's very little left. Like, yesterday you were there, and what did you see? Uh, furniture. Mm-hmm. Racks that, like, the the clothing would be on if there was any clothing. Mm-hmm. And those are for sale, by the way, if mm-hmm. you want those. Huge, huge pieces of furniture. But there were also... I, I was kind of surprised by this, but there were, like, millions of couches tables, chairs, because if you think about it, you know, like, they're selling off everything, even things that were in the restaurant, like, and, you know, every area had, like, a little sitting area, and I thought some of the stuff was really cute still, and it was, like, 25 bucks. Like, it was really shocking. If you want, if you need furniture, that's where I'd go today to get it. Really? Yes. Now, you have to be able to, like, move it today because the doors are closed. That's right. You can't (laughs) go and then put it on hold you got to be able to take it today. Yeah. They're also selling, they were yesterday, single shoes. Yep. And also pom-poms. Yeah. They were right at the bottom of the escalator, the Mm pom-poms. And they were really, really tiny. And then you zip, unzip it, and then poof, they popped into these large-sized pom-poms. So Mm -hmm. they were trying to get rid of those. Yeah. And mannequins, (laughs) if you have some weird desire for a mannequin, uh, you can get those. And then the other rumor is what is actually going to take take over that space. It's 230,000 square feet. It's a big store. Huge. Uh, There is some speculation. It could be a downtown Ikea. How crazy is that? Big into that. Love that. I was actually just in Toronto, yuck, and there was uh, a downtown Ikea where it was fairly similar to actually the Nordstrom building. And it's just like kind of like an Ikea mini. Mm-hmm. It's not like the full thing. And I was like, that's great. I would love to have one of those. It was the only thing Joey liked about Toronto. The only go. thing. I was like, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. The downtown Ikea. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like that's, I mean, it's not confirmed. That's a rumor. Another rumor is Restoration Hardware, yeah. which is a furniture store. It's um, they're really big in the States. Yes. There is a Restoration Hardware on Granville, uh, Granville in like 13th or 12th. It's, it's quite small. And normally big cities where Restoration Hardware is, they do have these sort of flagship stores. Huge. So uh, that is another a p- a potential, that's a rumor. Simon's also the department store out of Montreal that we've got one in Park Royal. Yes. That's, I like that too. That's a rumor. It's interesting though because, it, you know, it's it's not the greatest timing in terms of, you know, we're trying to revitalize the downtown mm-hmm. and that building will probably be empty for a year. Mm-hmm. Like it's not going to happen overnight and so that huge space is just going to be empty. Well, you think if it's an Ikea, it could happen fairly quickly. Quickly. Yeah, they just put it all together with an Allen key. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Pops right up in no time. I mean, they know how to do it. Yeah. It's not like they're asking us to put it together. If they were asking us to put it together, it would be a problem. But. <laughs> You're waking up with the Nat and Drew Show. There is a growing trend 
in housing in Vancouver and ownership. There's something that people are doing, according to the story that I saw on CTV, uh, that is relatively new. It's not a ton of people yet, but they think just because of how expensive things are, this is uh, really starting to take off. They've seen a couple of examples of it already happening in East Vancouver. Mm. Would anybody like to guess before I uh, do the big reveal? Is it house share? It like is. It's a co co ownership. Mm. So, okay. So maybe different. What What did you mean when you said house share? I was thinking like, um, you know how you can get evos, and you, you know you come and go. <laughs> so, so I need it Tuesday <laughs> yeah. to Friday. Yeah. And somebody uh-huh. okay. So it's it like that, a timeshare. Is yeah. it that? Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a tiny timeshare, right? Yeah. yeah. No, it's okay. co ownership. So there's a, a a story where there's been several deals that have happened where. Two families have got in to buy a place that's not necessarily broken up into two places. Either they, that is the plan that they will do it. There was one case, it was like a heritage house in East Van, where it looks like one family gets the top floor yeah. and part of the main, and the other family gets part of the main and then the bottom floor. But I'm like, and, and, the, and it also looks like that they split it evenly. And I'm like, ugh. I know that, that, doesn't, that, yeah. does, that doesn't seem right. Really, yeah. you guys? See, as you know, I've been calling for this for years. I think this is the future. There are a couple friends I talk about with it quite regularly, actually, like buying a house in retirement with several other people mm-hmm. before it's all divided up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, these people are still going to divide it, like yes. the idea. But like uh, what I'm saying is not doesn't seem fair. Is like the lower floor. That's right. They the should lo- have to pay less percentage. The less percentage. Like you're on the, the sub. Like it's kind of a basement, kind of not a basement, but cool. you're down there yeah but you're also it's the noise it's the noise and it's the less light and it's the but it's also for me i'm going to be honest i don't want to do this i'd rather be in an apartment right and maybe they get access to the outdoor space in a way that the other people don't sure i mean as long as it works for them i don't really care but i just i just see it fraught with problems fraught with the idea of like i'm not sure how you make it completely fair and equal i guess somebody's gonna have to be compromising a little bit, yeah. right? But that's living, that's sharing a space. That's why mm. I would do an apartment. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so some people mind. compromise, some people end up with more resentment. Yeah. Yes. I couldn't, so you yeah, you said that you would do that. 100%. And 100%. You, would, you would do it more in a communal style, like not with the idea of a house that's been broken up into apartments? I think if, if, it, if there was an easy split and it was obvious that there was like a bathroom on each floor and, a you know, some kind of kitchen would be an issue too for sure obviously i don't know i just think that the more time goes by the realize i realize i personally need less space mm-hmm. and and you guys know i like the company of people so mm-hmm. for me it would be heaven mm-hmm. but i get for you too it would be a nightmare mm-hmm. i get that because you often say no when i propose it mm-hmm. and so, then we say no Aaron. it would be and, our nightmare and we mean it <laughs> yes. Yes. yeah joey like any appeal for like any to like to get into a bigger space would you like would you do any sacrifice for a bigger space you're like nah literally never yeah ever even when Scott and I looked at not we've toyed with the idea of getting a detached single home instead of being in a townhouse like we're in now but he would want an income suite if we were going to do it mm-hmm. now I was like I would rather stay in the townhouse than to have someone living below us mm-hmm. and to be a landlord mm-hmm. no thank you mm-hmm. pass 
pass. Hard pass. I just, you know what? My mind goes down to this, and I, yeah, I know, it, like, so many people have to do it, and it's like, it, and it makes smart financial sense. Oh my god! All the friends of mine that did it, and I didn't. Yeah. yeah. Like, but no, it makes sense. But oh. my mind goes down to the, you know, what if I rented out to killers? <laughs> just, yes. By accident, I literally end up having. I'm the one. Everybody else has got like a beautiful tenant, and I have this serial killer that's living in my basement. Maybe nice to me, but you know, just a serial killer. See, like, that was well, never I'm, my thought. My thought was, <laughs> what, what if, if they're, they're noisy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, that's like they're carving uh, what, bodies. What, what's that sound? Oh, what what's that yeah. smell? <laughs> that. No, but that's that's. But me. that would be your giveaway, and then you evict them. <laughs> I hear it's very hard. Very to evict, hard. Very to evict. <laughs> <laughs> Time to go back. It's Nat and Drew's Retro News. Take a look at pop culture history for June 13th, the year 2005, and this movie is released. They are the world's most deadly assassins. Their identities are a secret, even from each other. There's this huge space between us, and it just keeps filling up. With everything that we don't say to each other. Mr. and Mrs. Smith with <sighs> Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie fell in love while filming it while he was still, oh yeah, that's right, married to Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> and then we all went on to have either Team Jen or Team Angie shirts and uh, that's kind of how it was for a while. Uh, nobody had Team Brad shirts because, you know, <laughs> no. he was the real bad guy in this. But, uh, I mean, you know, he's really handsome and seems nice, so everybody's forgiven him. Long- <laughs> we all yes. forgave him a long time ago. Yes. We're like, oh, whatever. People, yes. people make mistakes. He was so cute in that new movie with Sandra Bullock and um, Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. He was so cute. He was, he, yeah, you yeah. just go like, that is a... Handsome, handsome man. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Handsome, charming. Yeah. yeah. So you were, I remember, I remember this. You were Team Angelina. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody can steal your husband. Yes. True. I mean, they can try. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and hopefully. And, and so I think, Yeah, but I mean, hopefully he says, yeah, I'm, you're beautiful and th- this is a great yeah. sexy movie, but I love my wife. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. But, so it's uh, on but, him. Yeah, it's, yes. yeah, absolutely, mostly on him. But I think if she was actively, then it's still a little bit on her. I, but I, 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 yeah, I mean, I just never, was it ever proved that she actively, like, Yeah, you, in my mind. <laughs> she, just, she just ate him up. Yeah. <laughs> she did. Was, she kind of had a pattern. She had a pattern, like, there was, because before uh, Brad Pitt, there was the, uh, Laura Dern with Billy Bob Thornton. So there was that too. They so, were together when yeah, she, when they got yeah, together. Yeah, uh, maybe all these years later, I'm changing your mind. Think about no. it. Give it a think. Okay, no, no, because I just think like Billy Bob Thornton. I mean, my God, you don't. I mean, who holds him up as like a a righteous guy, stand up guy? Yeah, you know? like yuck. so. I just think that like maybe she doesn't choose very good. <laughs> that's men. right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Right. Well, she doesn't because they're always with somebody else. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just and I think I don't know. I just think I think she's a far superior actress. I think she's a far superior uh, person in the world in terms of doing humanitarian work. Like we all love Janiston, but it's like you know, thanks for doing the Ovino ads. <laughs> like, what else have you? Done? She rescues dogs. Okay. Yeah. I didn't. I, she, it doesn't feel as high profile maybe. to me as like the UN. No. That's right. No. Or like rescuing children. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Maybe she's doing it quietly and doesn't need all the hoopla. Mm. Mm. I think mm. she's like. Wasn't she? just in didn't she just do some kind of interview but oh right she doesn't want people asking her about her age like i just feel like jennifer aniston keeps herself right in the 
right in there. Like, when's the last time you heard anything ridiculously stupid about Angelina Jolie? Um, well, no, just that she steals husbands. So there's so just yeah. that. Pretty clear we got a team, Jen and team Angie. So, and, and I also feel like it's whatever, it's almost 20 years later and it's still heated, so we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for me, I could care less. No, I just want to get to the other stories. Uh, in 2007, the final episode of this show aired. I went ahead and ordered show for the tape. Don't stop the Sopranos. Well, and I, thank you for telling me because I didn't. I wouldn't. Know. <laughs> no. It was a little hard to hear what that yeah. guy was saying. <laughs> Uh, so this is where Tony is at the diner and he observes some suspicious guys coming in. Well, actually, we as the audience do. He doesn't see them. He puts that song on the jukebox and then it fades to black. And everyone was like, what happened? And years later, the creators are like, well, like he died. Yeah, Clearly, I thought that was obvious. Because the fading to black represents like he he gone. Uh, <laughs> but you know, people always want to think that somehow we got out the back door, right? Sure. Right? But, yes. But he, Did you guys feel that? Did you love that character? I didn't watch it at the time. I but. watched it years later when I kind of, which was a weird thing because you kind of already knew what happened, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, and the number one song on this day in 2017 was this one. It was a monster for the entire summer that year. Luis Fonzi, Daddy Yankee, and Justin Bieber. It's Despacito in the Retro News. Come and move that in my direction. Thankful for that, it's such a blessing, yeah. You're waking up with the Nat and Drew Show. We know that it's crow season. There's all these stories about how crows are like swooping down on people. People feel attacked. Yes. They feel targeted yes. by crows. It is their baby season. So the babies are out and about. And I was walking with a couple of friends yesterday and uh, our dogs. And I, I thought I was going to be doing a good thing. Turns out I should have done nothing. So this is like a PSA. So there was a baby crow on the ground and it had been there. We walked past it and then on our way back, it was still there. And I'm like, that is so weird. I don't see any parents. And like, well, no, because they're normally, they're, yes. very, they're very protective, right? Yeah. So there are no parents. And I'm like this and it's, they're... We're on Grand Boulevard. It's like a huge sort of green space area where people bike, walk their dogs. Often people don't follow the rules and they have their dogs off leash. And that is just, uh, that crow is just, is a vulnerable. Little, a little chew toy for the dogs. Yeah, like yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not going to take very like much time. So I'm like, what do we do? So I called the SPCA and I, the guy answered and I told him the deal. And he's like, the parents are probably there. Um, they're, you know, just... As, as long as it's not injured, leave it be. And I'm like, okay. And I hung up. And I'm like, no, I don't yeah, think so. Didn't take their advice. SPCA. What does the SPCA know? Come on. I probably know more than Come the SPCA. On. So I said to uh, my friends, I'm like, okay, what we need is we need a box. <laughs> and we need like some sort of uh, towel or rag. Oh, and, no. and if we get the bird in the box, um, and we'll take it, I don't know where, but maybe not I'll the re- SBCA <laughs> no. and away from its parents. Yeah. Well, the word. No, the thing was, is I was worried. That sometimes they do get abandoned, right? And I'd, we'd been waiting there. We came back. We'd been standing around for 10, 15 minutes. We were pretty near the crow. Nothing. So I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I'll take it. I'll raise it as my own. I have no idea. I, <laughs> okay, I like, there we go. I'm like, let's just. <laughs> there we go. Let's just get the box. Get the box. Get the towel. We'll get the bird. So I wait, and my friend Barb goes to the, uh, knocks on a door, and then you know she comes back, and she's got. She's like, I've got it. I've got a box. I've got the towel. I've got like. I'm like, all right. So I'm like, hold my dog. Here I go. 
And I go and I put the towel on the, and the. It's a baby, right? It's doing nothing. It's just sitting there. It's a baby. And they're cute. They're, and they're so and sweet. so cute. And I go and I put the towel on, and then all of a sudden, no, no, no. I get dive bombed. Like I get good. <laughs> no, learned your lesson. No, it was. It was the thing was. It's like okay, you're you are here. That's, obviously not. No, it wasn't the errand. It wasn't obvious. So I'm like, because these parents, what I think about this, these crows, these crows were like 80s parents who were <laughs> not helicopter parents. They were off. They were like, you know what? Come in when the lights come on. They were just doing their own thing. They weren't modern day crow parents that Fair are enough. just right there Fair watching. Fair enough. So then I threw the crows some food. I went, I'm sorry. Because do you know like, if you have a dog treat pouch now, crows just all around you. So I'm like, here you go, peace offering, and then I like left, and then I smashed the box and put it in the recycling, and then my friend Barb's like, can you imagine if you are the family that just gave us a box and you look out and all you see is the the story was <laughs> is that we're rescuing a bird and then you look out and you just see us smashing a box. <laughs> <laughs> stuffing it in the recycling. <laughs> so anyway, that's my story. Okay. That is my thing. The SPCA is right. Yeah. Like for the most part, if you see a bird, a little, you know, monitor, make sure it's not injured, but then the parents are there. Even if they are lax parents. <laughs> yes. I don't, Nat, I just feel like there were a lot of signs there along the way. <laughs> like what? Like the fact that the SPCA said, <laughs> leave that little baby bird alone. Now, are your friends ever going to do anything with you ever again? <laughs> they love the story. <laughs> like the, it was the highlight of the night. <laughs> You're waking up with the Nat and Drew show. Okay, here we go. Now, here's the scoop. It's the end of an era. Seventy-six-year-old Pat Sajak is retiring as the host of Wheel of Fortune. The forty-first season that starts in September will be his last, but he will be sticking around as a consultant for three years after because he wow. just wants more money. Uh, he says it's been a wonderful ride, and I'll have more to say in the coming months. I look forward to his. I have more to say in the coming months because it feels like an airing of the grievances <laughs> is coming. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think the juiciest part is who will replace him, mm -hmm. right? I mean, we know how what a big deal that was, obviously, for Jeopardy, and you know, it's it's the hosts make the show, mm -hmm. so it'll just. I'm I'm kind of excited to see what's going to happen. There. I wonder if it'll end up being like the video games, where it's just Vanna by herself. Because <gasps> if you played any of the video games for Wheel of Fortune, it was always just Vanna. Pat was never in any of them. Well, there have been times where Vanna has stepped in. I don't watch the show, um, but pa Vanna has stepped in when Pat's been away, and then Pat's daughter takes over Vanna's spot. Oh. And I believe Pat's daughter also does a lot of the social stuff yep. around yeah. Wheel of Fortune. Mm -hmm. But I was just Googling, like, net worth, and Pat's... Say, Jack, it says, according to Celebrity Net Worth, which I do love. So accurate. <laughs> I feel it's accurate that his net worth is $75 million. Vanna's net worth is $85 million. Yeah. I think it's because of all the video game stuff. She was in all of them. Yeah. Always. So I think maybe Pat 
when he says, I got more to say later, uh-huh. it's going to be yeah. about this. Yeah. And then Vanna's just standing there smiling. She's like, who would have thought? In her sparkly dress. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. She's yeah. like, I don't even have to do much. I don't even touch the letters anymore. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just point at them. Yeah. It's uh, So even though it's been over 20 years since Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, time has not stopped fans from bombarding the real-life house in England where the movie was filmed. This is the movie where Harry lived with his awful aunt and uncle and cousin. The homeowner says they get a constant stream of fans around the world that stop to take photos. Uh, They've even had somebody climb their fence. (laughs) These people are super cool about it, though, because they've had their car in the driveway, and sometimes they've moved their car so people can take, like, proper shots without their car in the driveway. Smart. That's great. Which is so not what we do here. In, Get off my lawn! In Vancouver. You got your pylons out. You got your milk jugs. You got your call in the city the moment somebody slows down in front of your house. Like, there's just, it's the exact opposite of what we do in Vancouver. I know. But there's, I think, like I say, I think it's smart, right? It's the Harry Potter house. It has so much meaning to people. So, Aaron, if you lived in the Harry Potter house... Would you allow people to park in front of your house? Never. No, okay. <laughs> I, I would bring them through. They could do a tour of the whole house. Yeah. But don't you dare park in front of my house. The Scoop. Weekdays at 720, 820, and 920. Move 103.5. In a new survey of the sexiest professions, women are most attracted to firefighters. Men say that they're most attracted to flight attendants. On the flip side, neither men or women are attracted to judges. Judges? (laughs) Really? Is it the big cloak that just covers any sort of body or form or anything? I don't know. Is it only because we're like um, familiar with TV judges? So we've got Judge Judy. Right. And I think Steve Harvey right. is not a real judge, but sometimes he's got that show where yes, he judges. He yeah, Judge Joe Mathis. Yeah. That and then guy? there was an old, there was a people's court and there was an yes. old guy yeah. that was a judge. God. Was it Wapner? Yeah. Judge Wapner. <laughs> or, I think so. I think, I think I Aaron really... finds those jobs a little Dads, it's your big day on Sunday. Woo! Happy Father's Day. Twan's on the phone right now. Good morning. Good morning. You are a dad of two? Two grandsons, yeah, and uh, three uh, three girls, yeah. So you're a dad of three and you're you're a grandpa of two. Yeah. (laughs) Now, Now, over the years, have you been given some really... Uh, great Father's Day prizes? <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, it's always a surprise. It's always oh a surprise. Okay. Well, we have really good... We have... Um, there's the, the... You know that singing fish that you can put on the wall? And it yeah. sings, Take Me to the River? Uh, yeah. Billy Bass. The Billy Bass fish. Yeah. Okay, you could win that. Um, you could win a belt this morning. Um, we've got a mug... That does say I love to fart. And um, does that feel like a fit? <laughs> Do any of these appeal to you? <laughs> uh, and, uh, a macaroni necklace that the show has made. And we also have concert tickets to see Nickelback. Now, which one do you want? Uh, uh, I would like to have the Nickelback uh, concert. Uh. I've never been to a concert uh, in a long time. Oh, okay. Well, okay. We're going to spin the wheel. Fingers crossed that it lands on Nickelback for you, okay? Are Thank you, you so much. Are you ready for this? Okay. Oh, he seems so nice now. I do want him to win. All right, ready? <laughs> Let's go. 
Oh. oh. <laughs> I mean, yay! 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 It's not okay. It's not Nickelback. It, it's a mug. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Oh, you're so kind. This is like what dads say every every yeah. Father's yeah. Day. Oh, oh great, awesome. <laughs> the good news. We are great soon, yeah. Yeah, it's a great, yeah, great memories from yeah. our day, our day together. And here's the thing: we will allow you to play other contests. Yeah. <laughs> so you've won this, but you can also call back for the thousand dollars minute and maybe win some money okay okay thank you so much you're very welcome uh we will do it again all this week we've got the wheel of womp womp for dads and yeah when you do win a prize from this you get to play other games (laughs) (laughs) it's nat and drew's thousand dollar minute brought to you by alpine credits where homeowners get approved. It's Dad's Week on the $1,000 Minute. Dads get to play. Mike is the father of two kids. Good morning, Mike. Yeah, hi, Nat. How are you guys doing? We're good. How are you? Good, good. Now, uh, Mike, uh, over the course, your kids are grown. Is that right? Yeah, they're all grown up and moved out. Love it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Will they still give you a Father's Day gift? Oh, yeah. Now we're going to get together for dinner. So nice. I'll, th- I'll suggest the keg. Okay, yeah. nice. I, I like that. <laughs> uh, now, do you think they'll give you a thousand bucks? Because we could give you a thousand bucks. No, I think they'd be lacking in, in that. All right. Well, let's. So, so who's your favorite now, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> let's see if we can get you that thousand dollars, okay? Okay. All right. Two, uh, one minute on the clock. Uh, we'll ask you 10 questions. You get all 10 right. That $1,000 is yours. If not, it is $10 for each correct answer you give us. If you don't know the answer to something, say pass. And if there's time, we'll come back to it. The moment you give us an answer, it counts. You can't take it back. Okay, Finland. You're, 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 hey, you can't yet. You got to wait for the clock to start. Nice try, Mike. Here we go in three, two, one. Helsinki is the capital. Finland. What is New York City's most popular nickname? Uh, pass. What is the name of the department store that is closing in Vancouver today? Uh, Nordstrom's. Na- uh, name Tim Allen's character in the Toy Story movies. Uh, Buzz Lightyear. How many children does Ryan Reynolds have? Two, three, or four? Uh, we'll go with three. What sport event requires placers- players to slide stones at houses? Curling. What boxer has the saying had the saying float like a butterfly, sting like a bee? Muhammad Ali. Name the twins who played Michelle on Full House. Uh, Jansen twins. Who who won the NBA championship last night? Denver. What flavor is Sambuca? Uh, licorice. What is New York City's most popular nickname? The Big Apple. You got that. Okay, go. Yeah, and we had like six we had seconds. Time left. Yeah, yeah excellent. Right. Oh, yeah, but the twins are... Uh, the twins, no. the Jansen That's, twins. Yeah. Are the- <laughs> Who are the Jansen twins? I'm curious. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm blurt. So, there you go. so I, I love that you just blurted out an answer because that's always the advice is just give an answer if you're yeah. not sure to say something. Yeah. But I love that you just made up a name. Like it wasn't even like uh, the twins that were well known or anything. It no, was, but I no. bet there are Jansen twins. I'm sure they exist. They just yeah. didn't star in Full yeah. House. And I guess you were no, close-ish. Two, li- two little girls weren't even that cute. Oh, oh my goodness, wow, Mike. Mike. What a hard, harsh. Yes, yes. <laughs> He's bitter because he didn't win $1,000. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Olsen twins. So I guess you were kind of close uh, with Jansen. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, and yeah. then also Ryan Reynolds. You didn't know much about kids and people's kids. Uh, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds actually has four kids, not three. Oh, so with he's those, been busy. But yes, exactly. Oh, they're rich. I'm sure they have three or four nannies. Yeah. yeah. So with all of that, you got two wrong, which means you have 80 bucks this morning. Nice. Oh, so we'll awesome. put $80 in a card and send it to you for Father's Day. Okay, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, Matt. Thanks. Thank you. Andrew Show on Move 103.5. We'll do it again tomorrow, same time, brought to you by Alpine Credits, where homeowners get approved. You're waking up with the Nat and Drew Show on today's best variety, Move 103.5. So, uh, we've been teasing this, because this is very exciting. One member of the show has released music, and it's really good. So, uh, take a listen, here we go. Don't tell me all of my fears, I carry the weight of a million tears And I tried it, I tried, but they won't disappear And I'm tired of apologizing for Aaron, is this your song? <laughs> I really wish it was. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, it's so Aaron. It's not Aaron's song. Joey. I know it sounds like me. Yeah. I've gotten that a couple times, but uh, no, it's not my song either. No, all right. No, is, is it your song, Nash? Is, is it my song? Again, I wish it was my song. Yeah. Now, Drew's not out on a promotional tour because it's his song. <laughs> song so this actually dropped on friday it dropped on friday yeah it's called mind body i i wrote it i co-wrote it with uh, my friend nathan chu he who produced it as well and uh it's all about uh that journey to loving yourself and and kind of quieting out the noise of society and their expectations on how you should look and how you should be in the world and and really just being like no i'm not going to apologize anymore this is me this is my body Mm mm-hmm it's incredible. Like it's uh, you've been you've been recording uh, music for a while, a long time, and um, uh, you released this, and I know you're super proud of it. And we've all listened to it and went, "Wow!" Like this is it feels very special. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Guys. Um, and uh, everybody should listen to it, and it's available on all streaming services, right? All the places, yeah. Just search Sammy Morelli, and you'll find it. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, now you've uh, your writing partner. Is, he, is, is Nathan Chu, you said? Yes, so yeah. Do you and Nathan work together a lot? We do, yeah. Uh, the last few releases that I've put out okay. uh, have been with him, yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. Well, um, we're happy to share it with with everybody. And I know you actually, Aaron, you had a sneak peek too earlier on. I did actually. And you know, I Sammy played it for me. We were in, a, in the car together. And I remember just thinking, you know what, Sammy? Like this, as you said, I mean, this is special. Like this is, <laughs> this is... It's big, Sammy. It's big. I mean, we all dream of doing this. We all want to be a singer. We all do. Let's I took, face it. I, I took singing lessons. I remember that. I remember. And, you know, I we all know the blood, sweat, and tears that you've put mm. into it, which has been a real lesson for me, right? You don't get to just like go record a song. Sure, right? <laughs> yeah. You don't, no matter how good you think you are. Yeah. You have to really want it. And, you know, I think um, you did it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I, 
all I want is for this to reach the ears of the people who really need it. You mm-hmm. know, the, it is definitely chronicling my healing journey uh, as somebody who struggled with body image and, you know, things like that for my whole life. Um, and just existing in this world is hard. And I, I hope that this gives people some comfort. So I, I'm sending it out to the world and please share and like and listen. And, uh, and I hope that it uh, strikes a chord within you. Awesome. Okay, so again, this song is called My Body, uh, Sammy Morelli, uh, all the streaming services, and it's Sammy, S-A-M-M-I. So uh, give it a listen, share with people. It really is. It's a really special, beautiful song. And you you perform around the city as well, around the lower mainland. Do you have like your next performance that you want? We'll do one more plug. Where where are you going to (laughs) be? Yeah, for sure. Um, It's still in the works right now, uh, but I will definitely be announcing something in the next few weeks. So, okay. What's your, what's your Instagram handle, Sammy? It's at Sammy Morelli. Perfect. Okay. Right. Yeah, so super easy, easy yeah. super original. No. <laughs> That's awesome. Congratulations. Yay. Thank you so much, you guys. This is the Nat Andrew Show. On today's best variety. Move 103.5. The new poll has asked thousands of people if they thought tossing a banana peel on the ground is littering. About about half, 49% said yes, 36% say it depends, 14% say no, it's not littering, it'll decompost or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. So everybody can just go around throwing banana peels. That's just right. Throw them. If we all did it, it'd be fine. Have you, apples and bananas, do you feel like if you throw them out, it's littering? Yes. I never did uh, before this second. I so, just... so you've thrown them, like you'd just be driving somewhere and you would throw a banana peel? Yes. Oh my god! Same. Yeah, like out, like off, not like onto the road, but or like, on a person. <laughs> yes, yeah, like open space. Yeah, so it'll break down. Like, listen, I've had bananas on my counter for like six days, and they are liquid and mush. So <laughs> yeah, I c- it can't what? possibly Some- take that long. Something happens to them when they go outside <laughs> because I looked it up. It takes up to two years. Okay, again, the bananas to- on my counter. I disagree. Yes, but <laughs> they get to that. That's the first part mm. of decomp- decomposition. Uh, happens really fast. Yes. And then after that, it just yes. slows right down like a body. Oh. <laughs> the first part, real quick, and then it's just oh. slow, almost petrified. Okay. Yeah. So basically, you guys, uh, you're, you're, litter- you're littering. Got it. You're gross. No <laughs> one is hearing about the littering right now, Nat. <laughs> They're hearing about your knowledge <laughs> of decomposing bodies. Okay. I, w- <laughs> I do a lot of reading, extensive reading. This is the Nat and Drew Show. Today's best variety. Move 103.5. Air Canada is cracking down, and I say it's about time. They are cracking down on people and their giant extra carry-on bags. It is about time. About time. I mean, yes, it's ridiculous. Yes, it's and but there are there is a camp of people that absolutely is complaining because they're like, you know, we have to pay for everything, and now we have to pay for our checked bags, and yep, that is the rule. So you have to find a way to either like pack light, like lighter. You can't take up more space. I agree than allowed. But it's uh, I guess there have been people that have been having meltdowns at some of the country's airports when they're like, what do you mean I have to check my bag? Because if it doesn't fit. In the little thing, yeah. Then you're gonna have to check it. Yeah, and I think everybody's always known that. Like even before you had to pay, if you were like a normal, considerate 
person, you'd put your thing in the little steel cage. And you guys know, I mean, I fly like once every five years. Like I'm not an expert, but even I knew. Mm -hmm. And you were just not cool if you didn't do that. Mm -hmm. But I have to admit, the last time I flew, what I was like this is all going to come crashing down pretty soon when people are like just, you know, piles and piles and piles of stuff. Like it was incredible. Oh, sure. I saw some uh, guy come on and he had a big, like he, he was like a backpacker. <laughs> and they've been just backpacking through Europe. Yeah. And you know, if you're backpacking through wherever, yeah. that your bag is big. And I'm like, how is that allowed? Great example. How is that? Great example. And then sometimes people will come on and they've got their bag. They've got a, a big tote, and then they've got a like a, a carry on, and then they've got all these plastic bags. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't think I think what, they- yeah. What drives me crazy, and I, they better start cracking down on this, is specifically usually women, but not always. Come on, and they've got a backpack, they've got their carry on luggage, and a purse. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. That is three items, ma'am. You get two. <laughs> I've never done three. I've done. I have a purse. I use actually. What I'll use, I use like a tote that'll have you know. Like my iPad and my phone and my wallet. And <laughs> Is it the biggest tote you can buy? <laughs> no, it's it's an appropriate size okay. tote. Okay. It is very roomy. Right? If I have to find anything in it, it takes me about 30 <laughs> minutes as I rifle through. Uh, but I have a tote and then I have a thing that fits in the, the compartment. Exactly. And then, exactly. yeah. No, so. it's just, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised it took so long. Yeah. Because, and I do think you can feel when people on the plane are like, you know what? When people come rolling down the aisle they've mm-hmm. got way too much mm-hmm. you can feel people getting angry so i listen i think this was smart yeah yeah we all have to pay for it now so it should be the same size and i think the next thing we need to crack down on is the people that stand up and jump into the aisle as soon as the plane is stopped 100 like, yeah what is that accomplishing like that is just like push unless you have a flight to catch where that's come yeah. over the speaker yeah that please sit to allow this flight that you know, people to you know disembark to catch their next flight i agree sit down until you can get up and clearly get your stuff. Yep. And it is the weirdest the aisle thing. Aisle by aisle by aisle. That's the thing is how long we've been on airplanes it's been exactly the same getting off the plane forever aisle by aisle. You're going to get off. same with getting on. People get like rushing and cutting in line. I'm like, we're all getting on the plane. Oh, and the, the pressure that you have when you get on and you, there's a line of people behind you and you're like just trying to shove your bag in yes. there because they're just yes. like there's like, I'll throw it and then I'll sit down and then I know I have to get up and get stuff, but yeah. you know, you just oh anyway. It's, Air travel's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. It, it used to feel so fun. And now it just feels like such a chore. Yep. Such a chore. Like I, you know, I, I kind of mocked the whole idea of the augmented reality headsets and stuff. What would I use them for? I might just use them to go on vacation. <laughs> yes. You're waking up with the Nat and Drew show. Okay, here we go. Now, here's the scoop. A Toronto billionaire has bought the Ottawa Senators. Boo! Yeah. The, the group that was Ryan Reynolds was a part of, they had dropped out. The group that Snoop Dogg was a part of, um, led by an L.A. businessman, Nico Sparks, uh, they didn't drop out. They did have a bid in there. And that would have, uh, if that uh, bid had won, they would have been sort of the first, like, you know, like black-led um, ownership of the NHL and they had part of that was like in talks with uh, First Nations, Indigenous people wow. from that area to be part of that bid as well. So no real news as to why that bid didn't go through, whether it just like literally came down to the dollars and this billionaire by the name of Michael Andlauer from Toronto had more money. So not sure on that. The purchase price hasn't been released yet. But this guy, Michael, uh, is a minority uh, owner in the Montreal Canadiens. Hmm. And has, uh, so now he's bought the Sens as well. 
and but he's from Toronto, so I don't know whether this is like just even just poor sportsmanship. Like, boring. Which, yes. What team? What team oh. do you like? Pick also a team. So boring. Yeah. Honestly, like no one even cares about the Senators. I don't even watch sports or pay attention to sports, but I know that that's a fact. Yeah. I think it's because I told you that. Maybe. And I also don't watch sports. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we were talking about this, right? We all know about it now because Ryan Reynolds was interested and Snoop Dogg, mm-hmm. and like you're going to promote your team. And you're not going to go with Snoop Dogg? Mm-hmm. That's like, the thing, yeah. Like I get that maybe this guy's bid was more, but when you think about now, it's going to be even less interesting. 100%. But if it's whoever's, it's the family of the previous owner that's selling, maybe they don't care and they just want the most dollars. Oh, I guess. Yeah. You know, like, so it's, you know, it's kind of like selling your, I'm get, I, I don't know 100%, so let me just theorize. It's kind of like selling your house. Are you going to be the person that you know, takes into account the nice letter that's written and the lower price? Yes. Or are you going to be the person that takes in more money? So you, Aaron, might take in the nice letter into account. Yes. Joey? Probably. probably I probably wouldn't read the letter. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I just don't want to. I don't want to read it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just because, I, don't, I don't have that kind of time. Yeah, okay. it just seems like a waste of my time. Okay, but here's the difference. So you would think they would be invested in the team if Maybe. they owned the team. That they would love the team. But if it's their the guy that owned the team died, right? So if it's their family, so he doesn't care. Much, no. <laughs> he's, he's really dead. Okay. This is an estate sale. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. So Everything the, must go. The, the owners, the current owners, are like, we could care less about the team. We want the dollar <laughs> we, bills. Okay, yeah. I understand. Yeah. I'm getting it now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> BTS is one of the hottest acts on the planet. So their members are known to do a lot of live streams where they just are like individually will just like live stream themselves day to day, like just sort of talking to their fans. And one member, Shang Wu, he was doing a live stream and he fell asleep. <laughs> and the video is 45 minutes long. Oh. Uh, he was doing the live stream from his bed and he started the live stream out by talking about this. is oh He has a special pillow. So he was showing the pillow that he used. And then he was getting sleepier and sleepier, and at the 15-minute mark, he falls asleep, and people, and, and he just slept for the remainder of 30 minutes of the video, and guess what? The pillows have sold out. <laughs> Probably, but BTS fans were not turning away. <laughs> They're like, he is a peaceful angel, and then all these comments about him being a beautiful, peaceful angel that must be protected at all costs. Yeah, and, and they I don't understand watching. that it was an endorsement for the pillow. <laughs> The whole thing was a, was an endorsement stunt for the pillow. The scoop weekdays at seven twenty, eight twenty, and nine twenty. Move one zero three five. What did you do to or with your parents' car when you were young? 604-280-1035, or you can text one zero three five three five. We bring this up because um, police, Burnaby RCMP, sent out an Instagram post um, which reads this. Last night on Gallardi Way, our traffic services pulled a 2022 Tesla over for speeding. 119 in a 60 zone. Driver, class 7 license, 7-day impoundment, excessive speeding ticket issued, parent notified. (laughs) Brand new driver doing 120 in a 60. In a brand new Tesla, pretty, pretty new Tesla, $100,000 car. 
Oh, which which Tesla? Which I th- one? I think it was the fancy Tesla. With the gold wing doors? Yes. I don't think all of them have the... Even the ones that don't have the gold wing doors are like up in the price. But there's... I know some that are the lower price point. Yeah, the cheapy ones, like the, the one I got. Yeah, the budget. Yeah. <laughs> your entry-level Tesla. Absolutely. <laughs> but then yeah. you've got your... But even so, like just the idea, you've taken your parents' car out, you've, you're, you're new. You got an N. You got an yeah. N sticker, you're new. You're doing 120 in a 60. And now the car is gone, and your parents can't use their car for seven days. Yeah, uh, Aaron, what did you do to your parents' car? My mom had a beautiful—I think it might have been a Buick, like a white Buick in the '80s—and had this. It had these like glass windows on the top of the car mm-hmm. that you could snap in and out. She loved her car; it was beautiful. We drove. We took a road trip, and I was just learning how to drive, and she was cool enough to let me. And I. <laughs> Went to pass another car, completely lost control of my of my mom's car, flipped it, rolled Ooh. it into a ditch, and you know it was a horrific accident. We were okay, but of course it was like only I would have an accident with my mom's car with her in it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But she was so cool. She was so cool. She and was she was like, hanging upside down. Yeah, no, yeah. literally, we were upside down in a ditch. Truckers had to come and get us. It was out of this world. It was insane. But she was like, you know, um, don't do that again. Yeah, next time you need to leave a little more space <laughs> between you and the oncoming traffic. Oh my god, it was crazy. Joey, did you do anything? So the last time I was home, which was last year, I borrowed my dad's uh, Jeep or whatever he had. And when I went to go turn out of the parking spot, I hit the cart corral and like scraped the side of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. But then I just swung by the dollar store and grabbed a plunger and then popped it out and didn't tell him and he never noticed. Wait a minute. How did you do that? Like you can literally do that? Yeah, Yeah, all I did was, yeah, just dented it. Yeah. You can't do it with a rolled over car. (laughs) (laughs) You can't use a plunger. Aaron's like, this will buff right out. This will pop right out. Don't worry about that. Wow, that's cool, Joey. Yeah. I had uh, I my my parents' car like just took such a beating between like me and my brother, particularly me. I have numerous stories, but one of them was I was uh, me and two friends. We were um, driving, and it was during the day, but like a fun Madonna song came on, so we were like car dancing, <laughs> and it had been raining, <laughs> and just instead of making the turn, like I was trying to turn right, but it didn't turn right, and so I just ended up on the like the uh, the traffic island. Oh my god! And um. The wheel got smashed into the wheel well, so I couldn't drive off the island. So it was just three 17-year-old girls standing on the traffic (laughs) island with the broken car. And my dad came and he did the ultimate dad thing where my my girlfriend Angela talks about it to this day, where he showed up, he looked at it, he said nothing. He shook his head and pointed to his car to get in. <laughs> uh, we have a bunch of messages coming in right now. Um, MJ says, drove my dad's moped into a mall. <laughs> I confused the clutch and the brake. Oh, That's an easy thing to do, yeah. Yeah. I guess. Daniel, when I was around 17 years old, me and a friend backed our cars into each other. <laughs> we were both... We were both backing out of a parking spot, and we were practically the only two cars in the parking lot at the time. That's funny. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. What is it for you? You're waking up with the Nat and Drew Show. Move 103.5.
What did you do to or with your parents' car when you were younger? This follows a story from the uh, Burnaby RCMP. They busted a new driver with the end sticker <laughs> on the car in their parents' Tesla going 120 in a 60 zone. Oh, whoops. And not only is there a big ticket for that, the car has now been impounded for seven days so the parents don't get to use their car. Uh, Burnaby RCMP have said no word on any grounding. So (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm interested in. That's the follow-up I want. We're asking the question, what did you do to or with your parents' car? 604-280-1035, or you can text 103535. There is a theme. There is a theme that some of you were very, very young. Like Tyler says, I was three years old, and I was playing in the front seat of my dad's green Ford Gremlin, and I must have hit drive, and it rolled into the apartment building. Oh, Oh, yikes. The Gremlin. (laughs) Somebody else said, sent my dad's van through the neighbor's back fence, hit the car parked in their driveway, making it bump into their house through the screen door. I was five at the time, and my sister and I were no longer allowed to play camping. (laughs) And standing by on the phone, 2801035, is Cheryl. Good morning, Cheryl. Good morning. You sent us a message. We called you. I got to fess up because I could have read it, but I need you. And and Aaron and Joey don't know the story. I want you to tell the story about what happened in a car when you were younger. Okay. So when I was like five or six, my older sister and I would go um, to this little mountain town called Weimar to visit my grandma. And she had this friend and he was completely blind um, and he lived on this huge property and he would take me and my sister into his like truck or Jeep or whatever it is. And he would do the gas and the brake and I would steer and <laughs> and my sister would be in charge of telling him when to gas and brake because he couldn't see. <laughs> and I almost drove, drove, almost drove us off a cliff. <laughs> what year was this? This was like in the nineties, like yes. early nineties. Yeah, yeah. Like you almost what a you, time! Yes. What, what, what a time to be alive, <laughs> right? Oh. Like, like oh. I grew up in a junkyard. My grandparents owned a salvage yard when I was a kid, so we would always like same thing. My dad would do the gas and the brake, and then we would steer around the junkyard. Now he wasn't blind, so, so if he needed to take control and veer away from the cliff, he could. Yeah, that's he, a bit more. The like, visually impaired thing is is a next level, yes, and. Yes. That, I mean, obviously, that gentleman was like really wanted to drive and felt that you guys, you know what, you must have been really trustworthy children. Um, I don't know that we were. You were available children that would do it. Exactly, exactly. Cheryl, thank you so much. I don't know if we have no a prize for, prize for best story, but we should. We should. Yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Introducing the Nat and Drew Show's Throwback Throwdown. Two show members battling it out with two throwbacks, and our assistant producer, Sammy, is on a tear looking to make it four wins in a row. She's up against me and a song that I've picked that my boss hopes you don't pick. (laughs) We'll get to my song in a second, but Sammy, go ahead. All right, so this is my pick today because we've got a little bit of rain coming back in, and I love to, you know, feel kind of moody when the rain comes back in. So this is is not a sad one. It's like a little bop, so it's the Eurythmics. Here comes the rain again. Here comes the rain again. 
feel like a new emotion. Great song. Do you like my uh, my impression there? It's uh, I, I, it's, it's an interesting Annie Lennox. Yeah, it's kind it really of a, like is. a loungy Annie Lennox. <laughs> okay, so uh, here is a truth time for me, uh, for you guys. So this song I have asked my boss before, and she said no, no way, we cannot play this song. <laughs> and I said I've tried again, and she's like no, no way, we can't play this song. And so I went in, and I'm like, can we just try? And see how people feel. <laughs> and if they don't want it, they don't want it. But I think they do. I think it's the most accessible rap song there is. It's Grammy winning. Aaron and I went to Squamish to see this artist and this song, though left before the song was played because of traffic. Okay, so <laughs> but, hey, but we did meet him backstage. <laughs> yes, oh. yeah, met him, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But we did hear the song being played from the parking lot That's right. as we got on the bus at Squamish Fest to get to our car. <laughs> My pick this morning is Eminem. And I want this to go on for a while because I fear it won't get voted in. Here is your yes, your taste of Eminem this morning. So I don't know. Like maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe people listen to move, don't know, no, no, no Eminem for them. But I I'm not sure. And so, as I said, my boss is hoping you don't vote for me. Oh I, of course. <laughs> I hope you do. I also hope they don't vote for you. <laughs> if, okay. If you want to hear Eurythmics, text the word Sammy to 103535. If you want to hear Eminem, text the word Nat oh. to 103535. Oh, this is tough. Aaron. I know. Well, I mean, uh, that is such an incredible song, Sammy. Right? Like, it's, that is an awesome song. And on theme. Yeah, it is. But because we're close friends with Eminem, <laughs> I feel, um, you know, we did see him in concert from the parking lot. The parking lot. I have to go Eminem. Oh. Right. Joey. I think I have to go Eminem just because our boss doesn't want it. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. Like, seriously, our boss is probably in her office right now, head in her hands, yeah. going, don't you dare. But if you want to hear Eminem, text my name, Nat, to 103535. If you want to hear the rhythmics, text Sammy, 103535. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the Nat Andrew Show's Throwback Throwdown. And the winner is... Two show members picking two throwbacks. Only one song can be played. Sammy, our assistant producer, is the returning champ. Going for her fourth win in a row. Yeah, I wanted to uh, be on theme because the rain is coming back again. So here comes the rain again, Eurythmics. Here comes the rain again, falling on my head like I'm the challenger this morning. And I have picked a song that my boss hopes you don't pick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking Eminem. Thanks for all your messages. Uh, I love this one. You didn't leave your name, but you said, I love Sammy's song, but I love a controversy more, so now <laughs> gets my vote. <laughs> uh, let's shake it up a bit this morning. I vote Nat. Uh, lots. I love this Eminem song, but I got to go with Sammy because Eurythmics are kind of sexy, mm. according to Ramona. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Linda says, my vote is for Sammy uh, because I don't... Oh, that's so nice, Linda. You don't want me to be fired over a song. Oh. oh. <laughs> Looking out. I like those people that are like, I like controversy. Do it. <laughs> Do that. If you don't hear me tomorrow. That's the straw. All right, Joey. Yeah, that's it. That's it for me. Joe, what do you think? So this was a complete 
blowout. <laughs> this, I was going through our numbers because I keep track of all the totals for the throwback throwdown. And this, percentage-wise, is the biggest win in throwback throwdown history. <gasps> with 86% of the win. I can't believe it. actually is going to go to Eminem. Yeah, Lose yourself. See you guys. <laughs> no. Yeah, if not, not here tomorrow. You know why? <laughs> to be back. <laughs> Eminem on Move. Look. Catch the Nat and Drew Show. Weekday mornings from 530 to 10. Move 103.5.